speak of the men that were in my life, and that was my dad and his friends. Those are the men that I grew up going fishing and, you know, spending time with. And they were all pretty hardcore. They were gentlemen. They were nice men. They were hard-working men. He died at 54 years old, had a heart attack, boom. My dad died thinking I was a total idiot. He said, you got a snowball's chance in hell of having a career in that town. just a little more, always do a little more than it's expected of you. Hey folks, uh, Ceiling Fan Chronicles, uh, this is Jeb, here we are. Um, just a couple of notes of business, not really business, uh, but just um, bookkeeping or shop talk with this podcast in general. Uh, there's been several weeks as I've tried to get this thing off the ground and get it up and running. Um, there have been situations where I've thought in my mind that I needed to do a podcast five, six, seven days a week, um, especially the five-day interval because I do have access to at least two periods of time each of those Monday through Friday weekdays. Um, excuse me, I guess Friday would not officially be a weekday, but I've got an hour, at least an hour and five minute commute to and from, so there's always ample time to take advantage of those situations. Uh, but, <clears throat> excuse me, quality is about quality, it's not about quantity. And so I'm going to try very hard to not stress out about quantity all the time, just mass producing podcast. And I realize to people that do this not only professionally, but people that are able to make a, a, a living and a decent living off of these, if they were to listen to this podcast in its infancy stage, you know, they might look down on it. They, they might not think much of it in terms of quality, in terms of production value, in terms of preparedness. And that's unfortunate. Uh, I certainly understand those circumstances. I, um, I don't make any bones about this. Uh, these episodes are an extension of my brain and, and what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling. Um, these episodes are my ability to find something cathartic and therapeutic in my life. And I've talked about that on many previous episodes. <clears throat> but it's not about doing five podcasts a week, six podcasts a week. If time allows and I feel inspired enough by something that I think would be interesting for the listenership, then so be it. We'll knock out that many episodes. But I'm not going to stress about that right now. It is really and truly about quality. And I want these thoughts and these tangents and these 
thought loops to be closed out and to be prepared at least in some way and fleshed out for this to have a little bit of substance whenever you listen to it. So I'm rambling right now, but I feel like I always have a precursor or a qualifier before every every episode really starts. Um, <clears throat> I think the thing that I find interesting about the human experience in so many situations is just what a specific mofo we all are. I'm a very specific person. And that specificity has been cultivated over years and years of different influences in my life. Uh, There's a part of the internet that I've spoken about before that has programmed my brain to a point where it's hard for me to commit to movies. It's hard for me to read books. Um, Anything that's a two or three hour commitment. Excuse me. It's just hard to capture my attention for that length of time. And it's never more present than a Friday night or a Saturday night uh, if my wife and my daughter have gone to bed. And that's usually not the case because I'm so old and broken down now that I can't really stay up past 9.45, 10 o'clock. And I'm being sarcastic, obviously, but I'm not really being sarcastic about not being able to stay up late anymore. It just... It's just not something that's a real part of my life on a regular basis. Excuse me, unless I'm taking caffeine pills or something like that. But there's a list of podcasts and maybe a movie that I'll use as a frame of reference in this episode. And and, and maybe I'll have an opportunity to come back and to delve into some of them individually. <clears throat> because I find them very... I don't know if you'd call them inspiring. Um This is just a short list of some of the things that I find extremely interesting, bringing me back to the original point of just how specific everyone is now. So everyone, not well, not everyone, but a lot of people will know the movie uh, No Country for Old Men, uh, which was an adaptation from, I believe, the 2005 uh, novel short story from Cormac McCarthy that shared the same name. It's classified as a a neo-Western crime thriller. Um, There's just something very interesting to me about gangsters and the criminal element and drugs and money and greed and taking those core tenets and those fundamental principles and then spinning up seven dozen different scenarios that play out. Whether it's gangster films or it's the Sicario series, if it's a movie like No Country for Old Men. But there's a couple of podcast series that I've been listening to that you could essentially call audio documentaries. And they've just been fascinating. I have have binged through them the same way that all of us do when The Witcher or something super exciting like that comes out on a streaming platform. Whether it's on... Uh, Prime TV or Google or Apple or Netflix or uh, Paramount, AMC, what have you. Uh, What is the the new series about the the old Western bounty hunter and the drama surrounded that dirty black bag? I've got to find a way to get an an AMC um, trial so I can check that out. 
or if anyone loves me and they want to shoot me a message on some login information, we can trade beers or something over that. I'm sure I can find some uh, monetary item to barter with you on that. Uh, but No Country for Old Men is a good reference point. Sicario is a good reference point. I don't, I don't value violence. I don't like extreme graphic violence. But in storytelling, uh, it's an easy fundamental element to look at the good guys and the bad guys. Elliot Ness and Al Capone. Uh, it, it simplifies a lot of the priorities uh, whenever you're trying to capture someone's attention. Um, the character of Anton Chigurh, the <clears throat> excuse me, the uh, the Latino hitman that's sent after Josh Brolin's character in No Country for Old Men to retrieve the drug money. I mean, that's not a complicated principle. But Lord Almighty, it makes for some crazy, crazy, crazy suspense. And Javier Bardem plays Chigurh's uh, character just with a total dedicated level of sociopathy that's terrifying. Uh, but that, that's a work of fiction. Um, what about what about the madness of the real world? And that's where these two podcast series have come into my life recently, and I've I've just consumed them in a matter of three or four days. I think one of them is a ten episode series; the other one is twelve plus. Uh, the one series is called "Son of a Hitman." Uh, it 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 chronicles Woody Harrelson's father. And the mystery surrounding him as a contract killer and a, and a career criminal uh, in, in just the time frame in the, the mid to late 60s uh, up until his death. Uh, and then it follows the storylines of the Harrelson brothers and, and what they do and do not believe and, and who all Charles Harrelson or Chuck Harrelson was connected to. Again, if you want to call it like a neo-Western crime thriller, that's fine. It's dirty, it's gritty, it's it's like this strange southern gothic whirlwind of adventure, uh, even though it's it's nonfiction. Uh, Charles Harris, Harrelson was a real character. A lot of his exploits, a lot of the crimes that he's charged for, they, they really, well, not a lot of them, a, a great majority of them took place in real life and have been proven. Uh, evidence has been brought to bear. And that that man, you know, he paid the ultimate price for for those crimes. Now, obviously, there is uh, in situations like there's there's always an element of mystery. Uh, there's always an element of questions that are truly unanswered. Uh, whenever a career criminal passes away, whether it's in jail or via execution, what have you. But son of a hitman, great podcast series. Check it out on Spotify. I always reference Spotify just because um, it's it's a platform near and dear to my heart, not only with this exclusive contract with Joe Rogan, but the opportunity that that I have to, to publish my thoughts in my podcast because of Spotify's ownership of Anchor. So it just makes it an easy, uh, an easy marriage. Um, the other series that I've recently been listening to, and I, I'm nine or ten episodes in, it's called In the Red Clay. Uh, by Imperative Entertainment, Imperative Media. Double check me on that uh, if any of you folks look into this. And it's about Billy Sunday Burt. Uh, three names, Billy Burt, uh, B-I-R-T. Um, 
his tagline on this podcast series is the most dangerous man in Georgia. This is another gentleman that was a career criminal. Um, he was a, a contract killer. Uh, he was a drug smuggler. He was a bank robber. And it's just fascinating that there's not, uh, I don't know if there's any movies out there that have been modeled after him and his story. But the fact that there's not a film that's been created from his life to this point that I'm aware of is mind boggling to me. This was a real life man, part of the part of the Dixie Mafia, which is uh, that's not a phrase or a term or a moniker that I'm sure most people are familiar with. Um, I don't know if it's the is it the movie Walking Tall that was remade with The Rock that follows the famous sheriff Buford Pusser. Uh, so it, the Dixie Mafia is generally tied to that. It's almost kind of like the the Roadhouse Patrick Swayze character that's taking on the the Southern criminals deep in the South somewhere. This uh, this struggle that just re- always revolves in the Deep South, and uh, it's typically a period piece where uh, the culture and the politics of of that time period come into play. It, it's just. It's just a fascinating storyline. Um, Billy Burt, uh, his son's name is Stoney. Uh, he's a huge portion of the storytelling component of this. Uh, it's a story of violence and sadness and revenge and greed and murder and redemption. And it's it just very interesting to me. I, I don't know. I don't know at what point my brain got into documentaries. I don't know at what point my brain took true crime and found an outlet to listen to it and consume it in this this platform. I don't listen to I never watched unsolved mysteries on a regular basis. I've never really watched a lot of the datelines or the 48 hours or the the different two-hour condensed editorial news shows that try to follow murders and like the rich husband that kills his affluent wife and what have you. Uh, This is something different. Uh, This is something very specific. Uh, There's, there's almost something and I I don't know how to characterize it because it's going to sound strange, but I think a lot of people can relate to this just with an abstract, abstract mind There's almost something sexy and romantic about these crime thrillers and these crime stories and this life of adventure and this this everyday struggle of life and death and millions of dollars in drug money and and banks that have been robbed and always carrying a firearm or multiple firearms on you and, and running in this circle with people that would kill you just as soon as look at you. There are real people like that in the world. And those people have existed as long as this world has been alive and flourishing. As long as human beings have been on the face of the earth, there have always been people with a mean streak. People that were maybe made a little differently. Whether that be by a higher power and you choose to ask that question, if God makes mistakes with people, which is not something that I believe, but I'm sure some people do. Or if you're always eternally trying to answer answer the question, is it nature or nurture? The point is, there are people in this world that are just off 
and disconnected almost from the time that they're brought into this world. And there's not really a, a great deal of explanation. You can follow psychology and psychiatry as much as you want to. There are just people out there sometimes, and I don't have a resolution for this, that are mean and cruel and lack empathy, lack an appreciation for the sanctity and the struggle of human life. And that's where a great deal of these storylines come into play. And when you have villains like that, when you have characters like that, whether it is a work of fiction or, or it is real life, with something like Son of a Hitman or In the Red Clay, uh, it, it makes it a much easier process to identify a hero if there is one in all those storylines. <clears throat> so those are two podcasts that I have just totally destroyed in terms of consumption here in the last month. Um, and then there's another podcast series, which is fascinating. It's called The the uh, the Rise and Fall of Mars Hill Church. Uh, and it's narrated and produced by a gentleman named Mike Cosper uh, that works for, I believe it's Christianity Today. <clears throat> um, and that's so fascinating to me because... Excuse me. No matter what part of history you look at, whether it's a man or a woman that comes into power in any regard, whether it's politics or it's military or it's religion, it's all really politics at the end of the day. No matter what station in life that is, whether it's someone that's in the army or it's someone that's a billionaire business owner or it's someone that's a senator or it's someone that's a pastor, a preacher, or religious leader. No matter what description you use for those situations, it's all politics. And these mega churches that the world has seen over the last 40, 50 years, um, something that was really brought to light with Billy Graham and all of his work. Uh, now, I, I don't have any critical or analytical viewpoints or opinions on any of these preachers. I'm just throwing these names out there as reference points because people will be familiar with some of these names, the televangelism aspect of it, and just the gigantic numbers of people in attendance for some of their sermons and later on congregations that they built for their own dedicated churches. So someone like Billy Graham is kind of the godfather, no pun intended, of this movement, but then you have offshoots and uh, a lot of these men really and truly fell from grace. Again, no pun intended, but people like Jerry Falwell, uh, people like Jimmy Swaggart. Um, and, and then today you have someone like Joel uh, Olstein that used to be based out of Houston. And I'm not, I'm not sure if he still is or not. I, I know that he used to be in the old I want to say it may have been the Omni building that the Houston Rockets used to used to play in. That was his church. And I mean, that's a, that was a former basketball stadium that housed 13, 14,000 people. Well, the, the podcast with Mars Hill or chronicling Mars Hill is a church that was built in Seattle uh, with a congregation of over 15,000 people. And... 
I don't want to give too much away. I, I really don't want to give too much away on any of these individual series because they're all fascinating, and I, I, I can't I can't recommend them enough. It is so much more satisfying for me to occupy my time with something like this than even really to listen to music most days. And again, I'm going back to what a specific person I have turned into over the years. And that is the ultimate point at the end of the day, just all of the different different avenues of entertainment that are out there. Um, and, and this is part of why I do this podcast, because I know that I'm not the only individual interested in these things. And I know I'm not the only individual that has conversations and conversational directions that I want to discuss with other people based off of these things that I find so interesting. But the the Mars Hill podcast, it's just, it's maybe one of the saddest, surreal things to listen to all of these individuals and their accounts of something that started out with such grace and started out with such a genuine, decent intent. Um... Uh, anytime you bring God into the fold and you bring the concept of a higher power, you bring in re- religion. Uh, and I realize everyone is going to break this down between saying spirituality and religion, having a spiritual connection, being religious. What's the difference? You could do 7,000 podcasts seven days a week, 27 times each day about defining spirituality versus defining religion versus defining people that believe in something versus defining being hurt by a church and leaving that faith and never believing again. It's almost like the it's almost like the neo-western concept that no country for old old men is. You have a storyline that is a struggle that's as old as time. And in this situation with the podcast from Mars Hill, it's about politics at the end of the day. And it's about one man, Mark Driscoll, the pastor, and just the, the damage, just the, the wake of destruction that, that was that church closing, everything that, that existed from the, the infancy stage of that church to the church closing down. As Mars Hill in 2015, 2016, uh, whatever timeline that was. But I, 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 again, <laughs> like I'm a very, I'm a very specific person. I don't know people out there that listen to podcast series that chronicle killers, contract killers, career criminals, the social circles that they build up, their participation in organized crime, placing dynamite, um, under the hood of a law enforcement official's work vehicle, killing and burying bodies along the riverbanks in Georgia, all of the drugs being smuggled out of Mexico in different parts as a part of their operation, uh, the mysteries to the end of these individuals' living days trying to figure out who they did and did not kill, and then just the fallout with their family and the aftermath of all that. But then to, to have someone that listens to that type of content and then segue over to a, a, a podcast series that chronicles a mega church and how that completely imploded and just the sometimes the dark reality of human existence that does not feel like it has a light at the end of the tunnel. And that's not meant to be pessimistic. That's not meant to be depressing. 
At the end of the day, I always believe in God and the power of God, the power of love, the power of encouragement, the power of family. I, I do believe in the God of the Bible. And I don't know if I've ever officially stated that in any of my episodes because my episodes are never meant to be preachy. And that's this is never meant to be a platform, at least for the time being, where there's any type of ministry because I'm certainly not a preacher. I have so many faults that I've made so many mistakes over my 42 years on this earth. But I, I exist today and I am alive today because of, because of hope and faith in something beyond myself. But there is also the reality of growing up around alcoholism and drug addiction and having a period of time in my life and my brother's life that spans six or seven years where we lost grandparent after aunt, after mother, after father. And when you, you reassess your situation, in my case, when I was 35, 36 years old, and then my brother's, I guess, 28 or 29, you turn around and it's like, wait a minute, uh, I have, we have no parents, we have no grandparents. Our aunt, who was our second mother, is gone. We're not even, we're not even 100% in the prime of our lives. What are we looking at here? Um, the, the point is life is, life is nothing if not constantly complicated. Sometimes very light, sometimes very positive, sometimes extremely dark, sometimes extremely depressing. And the, the mystery of human existence, the, the mystery of the human experience itself is a huge component in all of these storylines, the three podcasts that I've listed. Uh, Son of a Hitman, In the Red Clay, In the Rise and Fall of Mars Hill. Um, and again, No Country for Old Men is just a reference point that I use as a crime thriller, a storyline in general. Um, and the ultimate point in this podcast is just talking about the specificity of being whatever human being you are. It's a wonderful thing to me that I can be this strange and this weird and this specific. I don't watch any news. I don't hardly watch any television anymore other than sports or something that's a documentary or something that I find interesting on a streaming platform. And I'm not necessarily saying that the way that I live my life and the way that I consume entertainment or media or anything is, would be a positive lifestyle for anyone else. There's a lot of you that would listen to this and just say, man, Jeb is extremely strange. And I can't necessarily argue with that. But we live in a world now where there's so many identity politics in general. And all of that is used for weaponization sometimes by whoever the powers are that be to drive us apart from one another. I'm just trying to use this situation to bring to light the fact that you can be a very strange and unique and weird person with very specific interest and your entertainment needs and just your thought provoking way of life can be served in a positive way. There are books out there. There are podcasts. There are websites. There's probably social groups. Not everything that is so unique and so obscure is, is a negative thing. 
whether it was like the new metal movement or the goth movement whenever I was growing up, a lot of these people look extremely, what's the word, cross-culture, counter-culture, but that's just an expression of their individuality. And, and music has always been a huge part of my life. Uh, not so much now, uh, but when I was in my early and mid-20s. Um, I just think it's fascinating how human beings can make themselves such a unique, living, breathing, individual blueprint, a DNA sequence. I have no idea how my brain has d- developed to this point. Uh, but I, but I'm, I'm thankful for it and I'm excited about it because that's why I'm doing this podcast right now. We're 27 minutes into this. I'm excited about clearing my thoughts and being very clarified in terms of my direction whenever I record these episodes. Because I think I have a very unique life history and life experience that, that other people can relate to. And at the end of the day, in all these episodes, I think that it's helpful to have a voice trying to communicate to you while you communicate to that voice and those voices, plural, just to help you understand the mystery of all this. We all know life is stressful. We're we're not given the opportunity to escape the reality of Russia, Ukraine, gas prices, the Chinese Communist Party, North Korea. Russia, Vladimir Putin, nuclear weapons, racial injustice, identity politics in America, issues with law enforcement, military conflicts that people do and do not want to be a part of, um, the military-industrial complex, religion, pop culture, counterculture, This cat that's about to jump on the countertop here. Don't do it, Finn. Don't do it, Finn. Say hello, Finn. Say hello to the world. We love you. But ultimately, it's just helpful to talk to human beings and have human beings talk back to you. Things are not hopeless. Things are not hopeless. The world is not completely broken. This is not revelational end times. We're not headed towards a dystopian future. You have to take your life. Finn, I'm going to kill you. Oh. One day at a time. You've got to surround yourself with your loved ones and your friends. And appreciate them as much as you can. Live the best life you can. And contribute in whatever community that you want to be a part of. And I know that that always ends up being the end of my message in general, and that probably sounds utopian. It it probably sounds unrealistic. But but I've mentioned before in previous episodes, I didn't know if I would be alive by the time I was 40 years old. Hell, I didn't know if I'd be alive by the time I was 30. I grew up around a lot of darkness, a lot of violence. Maybe, maybe violence isn't the right word. That's a whole other podcast series. I grew up around a lot of dark themes in a dysfunctional family that seemed like a hopeless situation. 
and there was drug addiction and alcoholism and addiction in general and just a lot of things that were broken that never seemed like they were going to be pieces that could be put back together. And I know that my life is not even close. Sorry for the background noise. Folks, my cat is, is wanting to participate here. I love you, Finn. I love you. I'm going to put you down. I'm going to put you down, bud. We are all very specific individuals. We are all very unique and specific creatures. And there's a reason that you think the way that you do. There's a reason that you feel the way that you do. There may or may not be a reason that you're doing what you do for a living. Uh, it could just be survival and it's the best option you have. Or it could be that what you do for a living is a part of who you are as a human being and you identify with that. It's in your blood. But I just wanted to let everyone know that it is okay to be such a specific mofo, such a unique, weird, little walking, talking, DNA, double helix sequence blueprint of a human being. We are all that in our own unique ways. And we didn't get there by happenstance. And you don't have to think that that person that you are and your special interest Outside of wanting to be a serial killer and do awful, awful things, that's obviously not acceptable. That's not okay. And that's my, that's my disclaimer. If your hobbies are wanting to kill people, please, for God's sakes, get professional help. But outside of that, it's a fun time in my life and a wonderful world with all these other weird human beings. Because I consider them all brothers and sisters and they're all part of this community that God has created that I call my life. And I'm thankful for that. So be weird. Be specific. Listen to some of these podcasts. Consume. Provoke your mind. Stimulate your thoughts. Live your life with joy and excitement and be interested in something. It's one of the best things you could ever do. Have a good day, folks.